0: The Cambodian Prime Minister has tested positive for COVID after meeting and greeting world leaders, including Jacinda Ardern and US President Joe Biden at the ASEAN Summit in Phnom Penh. Ms Ardern is on a week-long Southeast Asian trip for security and regional summits with a heavy focus on trade. She's now moved on to Vietnam, and RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford is on the trip. Kia ora, Giles. So COVID roulette, what's the deal with that? <laughs>
1: Kia ora to you, Lisa. Well, um, given that Jacinda Ardern had uh, reasonably close contact, although uh, you know, short durations with Hun Sen, uh, she took a precautionary uh, rat test and uh, that turned out negative. But uh, she says she'll be monitoring for any symptoms. But clearly yeah, it would be the last thing that she would want on a trip such as this to end up uh, you know, catching uh, the virus. So, um, yeah. So far, all good, negative, um, and just being uh, mindful and careful.
0: So, she's in Vietnam now. What is happening there?
1: Well, we're actually in one of the uh, many hotels, colonial-era hotels in Hanoi. She's just been at uh, a function hosted by Fonterra for, well, obviously, a broad promotion of Fonterra products. So in particular, they've been doing bone density tests, um, Jacinda Ardern did not do uh, a bone density test. She delegated that to her stunt double, Damien O'Connor, trade minister. Uh, He came out above average, just uh, for everybody's information. But um, clearly, the, the emphasis in this part of her trip is selling the business message. New Zealand is open for business, and the way it seems to operate and the strategy that's been worked out between government and businesses, she will open the high-level political doors and make the contacts there, Should we say, grease the way, ease the way, and the businesses are then free to go in down at ground level, at market level, uh, and do it. I've just been speaking to uh, one exporter who says it's a great strategy, uh, and he uh, is actually, over the moon that she's here, leading the way. He says it helps no end.
0: So in terms of Vietnam, Communist government at times authoritarian and arguably at times close to Russia, they have quite a few um, tourists coming from Russia as well into their market. Is their position sort of at odds with New Zealand?
1: Well, it's funny you should say, uh, you know, quite a few of them. In, town, in the hotel where we've been staying, there was actually a Russian... Group commercial group running a presentation uh, and seminar uh, in you know just of one floor above where the New Zealand businesses were gathering uh, with the Vietnamese clearly. Uh you know, on the political and principled stage, um, New Zealand and Vietnam do have differences. And that was apparent uh, not just on, at the moment on issues such as Russia, but going back to when they were negotiating the uh, CPTPP and New Zealand and others were putting particular pressure on Vietnam over labour standards. Uh, and that resulted in change. But there seems to be, judging from the uh, Meeting she had with the four top leaders in this country yesterday, there's a surprising amount of warmth uh, for New Zealand. They seem to hold Jacinda Ardern in high regard. I mean, yeah, just the little touches, uh, the the plays, uh, uh, the dinner went very well. So there is that. There's obviously there's a connection there. Jacinda Ardern makes the comment. She says, "Look, we may disagree on some key issues, but we have." also shared basic principles such as the need to recognise international treaties for peace and dialogue rather than confrontation uh, and violence. And she sees that as base principles and a good reason for the two countries to get on, for New Zealand and Vietnam to get on well and to be able to cooperate, even if there are political and sometimes geopolitical differences.
0: So, Giles, where to next and who's on the dance card?
1: Well, uh, we'll have another day in Vietnam, heading down to Ho Chi Minh City, the old Saigon. Attitudes are different there slightly, uh, not quite as, uh, shall we say, uh, buttoned up as Hanoi is, given that it's the political center of the country. Saigon, sorry, Ho Chi Minh City, the old Saigon, very much the sort of... Uh, more free willing commercial sense, more selling the New Zealand that's open for business message, uh, doing introductions for New Zealand businesses with Vietnamese counterparts. Then on to Bangkok at the end of the week where APEC is being held. Uh, and as you say, who's on the dance can? The expectation is that there will be a, a bilateral meeting, a one-on-one with the Chinese leader, Xi Jinping, um, Jacinda Ardern, is not building that one up yet. She's being a little bit reluctant saying, let's just uh, wait till we've got that finalized. Also likely that she'll meet uh, Kamala Harris, the US Vice President. Um, They call him talking about a poolside meeting there, which is one of those informal chats uh, that uh, happens at APEC. They'll be talking the big issues uh, once again that we've seen in the G20 meeting recently, that we've seen in uh, the East Asia summit. Uh, China, South China Sea, North Korea, Ukraine. You know, none of these things go away and leaders don't miss an opportunity to talk about them. But also there are the broader sort of trade issues about how trade is encouraged, facilitated in this part of the world. That will be there. whole part of New Zealand business leaders will be attending APEC, the business side of APEC as
0: well. So this is where politics and business combines uh, and attempts to make progress.